and cause trillions in new dollars and wealth to come pouring into our country. And, by the way, into cities like right here in Detroit. Welcome to episode 19 of the Gristle Digest, the weekly podcast that consistently performs better in qualifying than it does in the final. Uh, today is the 14th of August and I'm Arup Sen and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? Uh, yeah, it's going none too bad. None too bad here, no complaints. Loving the gold medals. So, Oh, I love a bit of gold. Balling. Um, balling. Medals especially. Uh, yeah, but he is baller. He is yeah. so baller with all that gold. Yeah, um, pimp. Pimp nation. I should apologise because uh, I'm a little bit... Uh, sniffly today uh, so apologies if that if that comes across but uh, we shall dive into the top stories nonetheless let's do this uh, out through Labour leadership lurch into another week of mayhem as Trotskyists and counter-Trotskyists infiltrate the infiltrators uh, the screeching blood splattered twisted metal fuckfest car crash that is the Labour leadership battle dragged its decaying corpse into another fun hijinks filled week to many people's surprise, Corbyn supporters have not sought to appeal the ruling allowing the ban on new member votes in the upcoming leadership election, though earlier they seemed keen to spend members' money suing their comrades into oblivion. Uh, but, with Labour par- but with the Labour Party in 2016, one single lawsuit falling away is about as remedial as a band-aid on a decapitated body, <laughs> with wild accusations and wild defences still being hurled at each other like fistfuls of hot manure. Uh, first, Tom, hashtag Instagram Glastonbury Watson, uh, claimed that Labour, the Labour Party had been infiltrated by Trotsky entryists who were forcing <laughs> members to grow beards at gunpoint. Uh, Corbyn, however, palmed off the allegations as nonsense and said that Tom Watson was nothing more than a stupid fat man who earlier he had entrusted with the role of deputy leader. Uh, <laughs> Corbyn has been quick to dispel the idea that he's building a personality cult, saying that members only have to change their names to Jeremy if they want to, though not doing so would be deeply wrong. Uh, and next story <laughs> this week, Paul. Let's do this. It's finally happened. Daily Mail journos enjoy boners at Rio's first Olympic mugging. Uh, late this afternoon at the offices of the Daily Mail newspaper, at least 20 male journalists on the news floor reported to getting raging bonus mm-hmm. as news of Rio of the first Rio 16-related crime rolled in. Reports about Ryan Lotti's supposed hold-up at gunpoint outside a nightclub were greeted by whoops and cheers at the Daily Mail, with one sub-editor allegedly unveiling a George Bush-style mission-accomplished banner <laughs> over the photocopiers. <laughs> we thought it would never happen, said male journo Foster Kidd, when each day... Uh, would pass without an incident we were getting really worried sure that green swimming pool thing was an opportunity to slag off the foreigners but this Lottie mugging oh it's terrific uh, Lottie was apparently with Brazilian Olympic swimmer Thiago Pereira parting at one of Rio's hottest hotspots when uh, upon leaving the club they were set upon by muggers dressed as armed policemen who robbed them at gunpoint uh, rumours that the men dressed as armed police may have in fact been armed policemen have been vigorously denied uh, one of the robbers only just got away as when he escaped on foot down the street Lottie managed to jump into a river that ran parallel to the road and by putting in a butterfly performance that nearly smashed his PB got within two feet of the escaping robber uh, Lottie conceded with a be- conceded that with a better jump off he uh, could have got closer final story this week let's do this what we got French beaches become the new 1960s Brighton as a sunny day is celebrated with violent clashes. 
Uh, not for the first time in history, French beaches have once again become a battleground for violent mobs. Uh, <laughs> this time the mobs are not heel-clicking Germans and their American foe. Instead, it's immigrants mostly of North African descent and far-right mobs from the south of France. It, earlier this week, can uh, decided to ban the bikini, linking it to Islamic extremism. And this weekend, a group of uh, bathers of North African origin were attacked by a marauding band of tossers. It seems as though France's dance with the disaster will carry on for at least one more song. Uh, in the eyes of the Cannes authorities, the bikini was a symbol of Islamic extremism and could lead to scuffles which, with presumably racist wankers. Uh, <laughs> given what happened in France this weekend, it seems as though uh, to some French people, simply being North African is a symbol of uh, Islamic extremism and uh, did in fact lead to scuffles. Uh, there were some pretty gruesome weapons as well, though, if uh, reported to the lead. Um, now, it's not clear what will happen to scuba divers and other wetsuit owners in Cannes, though early reports suggest they may be asked to stitch in large letters on their backs that spell out, we think Islam is gay, Catholics rule okay, just to be sure they aren't Islamic Seems fair enough. extremists. Seems fair yeah, enough. that's the bare minimum, really. Yeah. So that's Least stories this week, Paul. What a week it's, a it's been. It's dominated by the Olympics, really. Oh, it's been an uh, we'll Olymp- Olympic-tastic we'll week. Um, Yes, we'll start with Labour. Labour at it again. Oh um, my goodness! So, I mean, Jeremy Corbyn. So first, I suppose Tom Watson has been yeah talking, talking about trot, Trotskyist entryists. I mean, Jesus. Just when you, when do any of them think up, on on any side of of this ridiculous fast? Do any of them think about what they're saying for even a second, or or or, or is this a genuine plan? to just spout shit and keep this going so they don't have to do any actual opposing. It, it could be that. Oh. It's pretty successful at the moment, if that is the plan. Oh, they, they are doing a cracking job at that. I mean, it's so, it's so kind of melodramatic. Yeah. That's what I love about it. <laughs> it's sort of, um, you know, Tom, Tom Watson talking about Trotskyist entryists. I mean, these are sort of like... The people he's talking about, presumably, are these kind of, like, kids, mm. really. Like, they're not sort of, uh, tr- you know, like... Trotskyist entry, you know. <laughs> in my mind, people like that are, you know, they've got beards yeah. and they're sort of hurling, you know, Molotov cocktails into buildings and running away, ah, yeah. robbing banks and whatnot. They're not playing Pokemon Go between Jeremy Corbyn rallies. No, well, that's... not as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's, uh, but he's got that idea. And uh, Corbyn uh, gave an interview with the Observer mm-hmm. and uh, seemed to say, uh, "You're a knob, Mr. Watson." Yeah. Even though about two months ago, I thought you were awesome. Because you're my main man, but then you stop being my main man. So now you're a knob. Um, he's appointed like a new NEC. They're going to have a new NEC. Do you see that? Oh, it's, it's insane! Insane. Are they going to try and sue this one as well? Just yeah. oh my god! I, it's the fuckstorm that is the Labour Party is <laughs> is way beyond the joke at this point. Just give it up, lads. Give it up. Yeah, just right. Do something else. Corbin yeah, lot. Go enjoy else. the Greens or something. You know, the Blairite lot, which is apparently anyone. Who, who doesn't a hundred percent agree with everything Jeremy Corbyn says? Yeah, that's Blairite, that's Blairite scum. That's completely true. Ooh. I got into, as I told you earlier today, yeah. earlier a few days ago, I got into a bit of a Twitter, Twitter, Twitter scuffle with someone. That's what they're like, it's, though. It's silly, like a Corbynite. Yeah, yeah. they're they're the and they are blinkered. quite brainwashed. It's quite scary. Yeah, they are. They they are exactly the same. Like the extreme kind of Corbyn lot, they're exactly the same as like an extreme Trump fan or an extreme Farage they're just like, fan. Yeah, they they ha- they they're like you kippers because yeah. they just sort of spout the same few lines that they've been fed. That's by, it. You know, and and if you disagree with them on anything, then you are everything that that they hate. You know, yeah. so in, you're Donald Trump basically. Yeah. there is no intermediate mm. position. <laughs> right. But uh, 
I mean, Corbyn didn't come across terribly well, I thought, in that Observer interview. He's a little bit sort of like arrogant. He's you know, getting a, a bit, bit cocky, of, isn't he? Yeah, a bit kind of, you know. He used aloof. to kind of appreciate his humbleness. Now he's uh, getting a bit, and he's sort of, a bit um, cocky. And he's having a go at Watson. Yeah. And he's like, and he sort of went, do you know what, Watson? You do the math. Saying something about 300,000. He's like, do you honestly believe that there's 300,000? Uh, Trotsky, Trotskyist entryists because that's how many members have joined the party. You do the math, and everyone's like, "What math? Yeah. What are you talking about, Jeremy? What sum is there? You fucking bell end! Like there is no math. You can't just say that. You do the math. Like, you do it's the not math. A thing. Yeah, you do the math. <laughs> just, a ca- just a catchphrase. You just toss out there. You can't do that. And if you want to do some maths, what about like three hundred thousand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as Watson would call them, Trotsky's entryists versus the sort of nine million or so people that voted yeah. for the MPs that think you're an absolute tosser. But <laughs> that's that's some maths that you oh, Labour, Labour, Labour. Yeah, so that's Labour. Mm. Um, next story, Paul. Ooh. It's uh, the, the first Olympic. Um, yes, I knew market. they were up to no good. Um, but I knew you know, it. generally, the, you know, the Olympics mm. generally have been wonderful. Oh, they've been fucking great, haven't they? Yeah. I think we said last week we really not only need, we deserve a good Olympics after the year yeah. the world has had. But I think I feel Britain in particular. I think we've taken <laughs> quite a dicking. We've been through the mill. We have. We we, sure. we lost Bowie. We've lost all of our Ronnies, and we we completely destroyed oh ourselves goodness. over Europe. We needed this Olympics. When you put it that way, yeah. Two Ronnies of Bowie and Brexit. Oh, oh 2016, you've smashed my knackers to yeah, pieces. An absolute sack of cock. What a year oh. it's been. But the Olympics. If we knew, if we knew 2016 was going to be like I that, wouldn't I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bothered with it. I wouldn't have bothered with it. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have turned up. 2017. Do you know what I'd I mean? have, no, I'll, I'll throw it yeah, away. Catch you next year. Um, but no, the Olympics, mate. Oh, uh, cracking Britain's stuff. doing well. Britain's doing, doing well. amazing. Dominating. Doing well. Oh, we're doing so well. Um, Smashing up the velodrome, absolutely destroyed it, dominating it um, to the extent that um, now the uh, you know Johnny Foreigner, i.e. Johnny New Zealand, <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Germany, are saying you know what's this all about? Yeah, like wink, wink. You know why are the Brits doing so bloody well in the velodrome? Wink, wink. And in, in the case of the Germans, they're actually clicking their heels as well. They're like click, click, wink, wink. Why are the Brits doing so bloody well? And we're like, because we just fucking awesome yeah we're really good at riding bikes they're just like hey yeah well that's what lance said lance yeah we threw it out there boom and we're like no bruv the cheeky fuckers the cheeky fuckers although just if imagine if there was like a big scandal (laughs) oh it would just be (laughs) oh my god if if there was a year when there's gonna be a big give back your gold medal (laughs) scandal exactly (laughs) we'd have to give back so many if it was cycling we'd have to give back so many yeah like so many years it'd be disgraceful (laughs) <laughs> would like literally like the value of the pound would go down you know what i mean because yeah. our gold reserves that's would it be, like, obliterated <laughs> be depleted be so much back. oh my goodness oh. but for the time being let's um, just enjoy no, well done to the yeah, it's it's cracking stuff. It's, i'm sure i'm sure it, none of them i'm sure some of them probably <laughs> yeah. probably well, are. at least i'm sure i'm sure they're doing it judiciously yeah you know what i mean not stupid they're not walking in there like with you know, Laura Trot's got like a moustache because she's been <laughs> jacking up testosterone in the bogs again. Um, we're not doing that that much. Uh, she'll shave it off or whatever, whatever. You know, <laughs> they're managing it. Um, but apart from that, yeah, no, the Olympics. Yeah. It's been it's been pretty good. I mean, there were like earlier on. Obviously, we saw you know there was green water, which was a bit odd. Yeah, that's a um, little bit. 
and the sort of like there were some empty stadiums a lot of the events the the attendances are quite low mm. um, obviously athletics have been pretty good but some of the other events have been yeah a bit it's kind of weird that isn't it because i saw they they were like really excited that the the athletics was like they're like hey we've got 89 percent ticket sales and that was like a really <laughs> yeah. big thing and i can yeah. remember when we in like 2008 people like yeah. signing up to get tickets for 2012 that's a right. chap I work with went and done loads of volunteer stuff. You know, had like sign up on a committee just in order to kind of secure tickets of a random yeah, event. Loads of people did that, and it's yeah, yeah. that's the, the weird. Yeah, no, it's right. I mean, it was um, it was a bit weird. I mean, mm. like for the marathon as well. I remember the marathon. Yeah. I saw the ladies' marathon <laughs> the other day, and it was um, it was weird because there wasn't that many people on the street, <laughs> and obviously it's the Olympics, so it's not like a like the London Marathon where there's like hundreds of thousands of people or whatever. Mm. There's just like a small band of people, so it's just this like sm- they just look like a bunch of people that were late. You know what I mean? Like they were just sort of <laughs> you're like up to a point. What is this man? Like these people are just running through this empty town. What the fuck is going on here? Like um, so yeah, it's a little bit off putting. And they sort of uh, at the end, it was a re- it's pretty. Um, I don't know, like an inglorious sort of uh, exit, uh, sort of entry into the stadium. They use like traffic cones, really basic <laughs> traffic cones to sort of demark a part. You're like, they're not even branded. They've just put traffic cones down. And no one was there to marshal it. It was just bizarre. Oh. It was so bizarre. You're like, if you're a runner there, you're like, is this the Olympics? Is this is what, what I was dreaming about, just running through a car park, like <laughs> in an empty cones. city. Yeah, some traffic goes to <laughs> stop you from running. I don't know in the wrong lane. It's just yeah, it's, oh. but it's picked up. It's definitely picked yeah, up, isn't it? They've they've done you know they've done a good job. It looked like Indeed. it was going to be a total shitstorm, and it's not. It's not. and it's not been at all. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, that um, said, if we weren't winning medals, I bet we'd be picking it apart. Yeah, we'll there like, probably oh is bad stuff God. going on. It's just we're all patting yeah, ourselves exactly. on the back too much to notice. Other countries are probably outraged. This is true. Um, the fucking final story this we. week, Paul. Yeah, we are winning. We. Final, final story, though, Paul, this week. It's the um, the sort of hullabaloo in France. has been fighting on the beaches. The burkini. Yeah, mm. and they banned the burkini. Banned uh, it. Well, in south of France, it's been banned in Cannes. Different cities mm. can take it. I don't understand that they can do that in different cities, make these kind of laws, you know? Because, like, you go to a different city, like, you don't know. You maybe don't know yeah. like, what their laws are. You and get what there. if you just get, like, a crazy mayor? Because if you can just ban yeah. clothing like that, which is essentially what, is what he's done. Imagine, yeah. you know. It's like, yeah. I don't like gloves. Yeah. They are for pussies. <laughs> they are banned. You, know, you don't know that you drive in there with your driving gloves. Do you know what I mean? You got them from Halfords, whatever. You are, ba- you are, you you are, are banned. banned. Get out of you this country. Banned. You yeah. can't You can't have those gloves. And also, what? why ban the bikini? I don't yeah. understand. It is so, <laughs> is it's so fucking weird. So I read uh, a thing from the mayor of, of Cairns, and he said, uh, he didn't go into any detail, but he said, this is a hygiene issue. A hygiene issue. Hygiene. Hygiene. Issue. Fuck is off, it mate. Is it more hygienic that they're wearing, they're covering themselves yeah. or whatever? Isn't that more hygienic? That's it. I mean, they. I should think if they're allowed, to, you know, if they're not allowed to wear a bikini at the beach, why is he allowed to cover himself with a gossamer thin veil of I mean, racism? The only way. Yeah, exactly. The only way that that's hygienic is is if you sort of think that you know, sharing the water with a with a Muslim woman is somehow kind of. <laughs> Yeah, you know, dirty or something, and that they should sort of, you know, that that should be prevented from happening. That's the only way that you know to preserve his racist hygiene. <laughs> like, what a tosser! Oh. And, what, and, what, and what stupid lawmaking! It's ridiculous. Why are they doing this? Like, what do they think that's going to happen? I mean, it's and then sort of bolstered mad. by these sort of thugs running on the beach. And, yeah, and the and trouble is, every time you do a dickhead thing like this, every one of those dickhead thugs feels slightly more vindicated. 
they feel slightly more like they're justified in their hatred and uh, and the shitty cycle continues but oh and yeah maybe people maybe there'll be another sort of attack not that at all it would ever be justified but mm. you know it doesn't exactly it sort of does it just throws fuel into the fire yeah it? It, it flames both sides you know silliness yeah dickheads and who gives a fuck what you wear at the beach it's the beach yeah i know who cares Ch- chill out on the beach yeah you're at the beach play a bit of volleyball yes. minimum mm. right do you know what i mean have an ice cream don't fight yeah. and chill out if that she's wearing a bikini just chill out just be like oh my god she could they could be wearing a bloody wetsuit that's basically what they look like what would you what would you do about yeah. someone in a wetsuit i hate him he's probably got the bombs strapped to his oh no that is his uh diving gear oh, i thought it was a bomb oh well um so that's the stories this week <laughs> what a week it's been <laughs> this day in history Paul in history last week was yep. the 7th of August yeah, and the theme that week was uh, vehicles unsuited for the length of their voyages oh yeah and uh, uh, fact number one was on that day in 1911 a paper aeroplane completed a 100 metre journey in Bergen Norway oh yeah, yeah uh, or in 1947 a wooden raft completed a 4,300 mile voyage across the sea from Peru to Tahiti yeah was that one or 98 plastic car 5,000 mile drive from Paris to Beijing nah. and you, yeah you went for number two and it was number two go on it was I think I'm two, two on the bounce yeah it, and it was a um, a journey called the Contiki Expedition nice uh, in 1947 <laughs> uh, and it was uh, led by a Norwegian explorer and writer called Thor Heyerdahl <laughs> and uh, he named the raft Contiki after a god uh, so that's what he's like, and it was basically to sort of prove that um, indigenous people, that Norwegians, like, don't for... suck. <laughs> well, yeah, that they don't suck. Number one, and also that <laughs> indigenous people from Peru were were trading with people in you know Polynesia mm. uh, before um, European people got there, before Spanish people got to South America, and actually they could have done it, like because uh, it was technology that was um, sort of thousands of years old mm. uh, that he used to, to get across there. So well right. done to Mr. Deirdal. Um He did really well. Good on him. So, Good on fair him. Play. Fair play to him. Facts nice. this week, Paul. All right, what we got? Uh, different thing, of course. Nice. Um, and the theme is disappearing military units. Ooh. Yeah. Hello. And the three facts are, and it's the 14th of August, I should say, uh, the three facts are, in 1281, during Kublai Khan's rather invasion of Japan, an entire fleet of 3,500 ships disappeared in a typhoon. Ooh. Fact number two. In 1499, during Frederick the Great's conquering of Siberia, entire, an entire regiment of 10,000 men disappeared in a snowstorm. Ooh. Or fact number three, final fact, in 1969, during NASA's secret war with Israel in the Sinai Desert, an entire division of 200 tanks disappeared in a sandstorm. Hmm. So that's 3,500 ships in a typhoon, 10,000 men in a snowstorm, 200 tanks in a sandstorm. Kublai Khan, Frederick the Great, NASA, what's it going to be, Paul? Wow. Well, 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 well. Um, I'm going to discount NASA just because they're masters of deception. Uh, obviously, they've never been to the moon. Utter bollocks. 
been nowhere near I mean, it. it's not. It's not just to clarify. It's not former England captain Nasser Hussein. It's actually um, former Egyptian president Hamdullah Nasser. Oh, I thought it was the space people. Oh no, Nasser N A S E R. The secret war with Israel in the Sinai Desert. Yeah, that makes more sense. That makes. I was thinking, why have why have why have Nasser against Israel? Not yeah, yeah, no, no. Wow, clarification. Absolutely needed. Buzz Aldrin didn't strike me as an anti-Semite, but but maybe he is. You haven't read his memoirs. That's that's, the last, the back end of it. The back end is very, is very. It's pretty racy. Pretty judgmental of the Jews. Um. (laughs) (laughs) An odd amount of reference to the Illuminati conspiracy for a man talking about space. Um, Um, But I tell you what, just Buzz Aldrin's lawyers watch are listening. Yeah, obviously we don't. We are lying. Yeah, well, he probably he probably didn't do that. Allegedly, probably didn't. Probably did, yeah, allegedly. Well, That's he probably right. didn't. No, probably. Anyway. Um, anyway, I reckon it is. Um, I reckon it's uh, the Siberian snow disappearance. So that's Frederick the Great's conquering of Siberia, yeah. an entire regiment of 10,000 men disappearing in a snowstorm. Yeah. Answers next week. Let's take it to the man on the street. Excuse me, sir. I was wondering if I could get your thoughts on the British performance of the Olympics. We, yeah, well, I, mean, I think we're all thinking the same thing, aren't we? Why don't we invade China? Uh, must report. Uh, the must report this week is brought to you by Jeremy Corbyn's beard. If you are Jeremy Corbyn's chin, and you're feeling slightly cold, grow Jeremy Corbyn's beard. Uh, log on to www.jeremycorbynsbeard.com, enter the special code GRISSELWASUP, and receive one free chin hair from Jeremy Corbyn. Fantastic. Now, on to the show. Uh, this week, the world of equality has come under threat from Tory MP Philip Davis, as he has poured his mighty scorn all over the feminist agenda, claiming that most feminists are zealots that want women to, and I quote, have their cake and eat it. My God. Now, now this is an idea that clearly sickens Davis and uh, many of his like to the core. Oh. I mean, the thought of all Dad the lovely ladies cake. having cake and getting fat. That just won't do. <laughs> that won't is not what, do. That's not what ladies are here for. No. Um, now, I'm sure that you, you'll probably actually agree with me or uh, or destroy me on twitter as i take the bold step of saying he does have a little bit of a point there are some some a minority probably of women who are <laughs> kind of ultra feminists right you know they do take shit a little bit too far and want nothing less really than the uh, the extermination of mankind <laughs> the cock having hairy faced bastards but in fairness in my humble opinion after literally, literally being dicked on since the days of the cavemen, if some women want to be militant feminists, do you know what? Fair fucking play. You earned it, sisters. Go on. Have yeah, a moan. Have a moan. I don't mind. Go on. But uh, to be honest, I don't want to talk about feminism or uh, any other important issues around equality or any of that other gay shit. <laughs> uh, I want to make fun of the most ridiculous group in the history of ridiculous groups. The J4MB. Now, uh, these are the guys who put together the woman-bashing party that Davis was spouting shite at. But who is this dastardly group, and what does J4MB stand for? Well, the J4MB are the 
Justice for Men and Boys Party. Oh, no. The, the fucking Justice for Men and uh... Boys Party. Now, I will go into how ridiculous a pro-men <laughs> political movement is, but first, let's just take a second to appreciate that name <laughs> and how damn creepy it is. Oh. Uh, and now, its creepiness is... Yeah. <laughs> is heightened in no small part to the obvious similarity between the uh, pro-pedo group Nambla, the uh, North American Manboy Love Association from South Park. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, that was made up. <laughs> that was made up. That was made up. Now, and let's be honest, although this is a group of, uh, of petty, spoilt and privileged men uh, demonising women for no good reason, it does sound like they're a massive nonce club. Uh, how did that not come up when they were deciding a name is quite frankly beyond me. But let's have a little look at the Justice for Men and Boys party. <laughs> are they really so petty? Or are they just looking to make sure that everyone, no matter what their gender, has a fair chance in this crazy old world of ours? No, no, they aren't petty. <laughs> and what's more, they're utter cunts. Uh, some of the more charming parts of their website include uh, awards for Lying Feminist of the Month and Word. Toxic Feminist of the Month. However, the, the kind of craziness does turn to vitriolic hatred as you dig just a little bit further and you come across articles such as 13 Reasons Women Lie About Getting Raped. Ooh. The needy, sad, pathetic Ooh. shit weasels that are the justice for men and boys party. So, the big story this week is a dick showed up with a bunch of cocks and chatted bollocks. But before I wrap up, this week's report i just want to finish with this thought for all of you pro-man groups out there you pro-man groups you have basically the same fundamental problem as white power groups you want what you already have all of the fucking power <laughs> Every day. um this is this is the white-skinned penis-owning paul moss and that was the moss report well, well 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 um yeah first of all the name fantastic <sighs> what a name what I mean, a name you just want to be in the room when they came up with that one because yeah they would have been like, look, let's call it justice for men, you know? And then someone at the back, a pedo, clearly, would have been like, don't, what forget, about boys? don't forget the boys. <laughs> and uh, they would have been like, yeah, that's right. No, he's right. He's right. Harold's right. Yeah. Take his hand out of his pants, but he's right. But you know what? I like it. Yeah. I lay a justice for men and boys. I mean, that's what we're all about. Yeah. It's not just the men. It's the boys. And yeah, I get it. I get it. Some, <laughs> you know, there are feminists out there who there seem to kind of... Um, think that the way to advance their cause is essentially like the way to combat misogyny is misandry. You know, like mm. hate for hate for women is combated by hate for men, and it's not. It's yeah. just silly. It's not the way. It is. It, it doesn't. You know. know. Yeah, there are some doesn't... feminists out there who seem to be more fixated on on misandry than than actually equality mm. or, or even advancing the cause of women. It seems, but um, but yeah, at the same time, that that sort of website seems to be purely the, the the sort of same thing really just yeah, oh, exactly out, the same thing out misogyny that's it uh, and but but you know at least you know when when you get like an extreme feminist like i say you can kind of understand right at least that's got some basis i don't think it's the right thing to do but at least you can look at that situation and say well yeah women have kind of been fucked over yeah, since yeah. since always but when it's a group of men doing it and all of these guys <laughs> you know i mean i looked at you know i looked at the photos on there it's yeah. not like there are an ethnically diverse kind of bunch no. of guys it's all pretty privileged looking white guys and, and i must say that the kind of uh category or the type of demographic of feminist that they most take exception to are quite similar you know like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the greatest respect to them there's not so many like working class people in that 
in that group, nor you know, it's most mm. mostly middle class, uh, you know, white, yeah. white, white ladies or whatever. So it's um, yeah, interesting, isn't it? That the, sometimes those with possibly <laughs> the best deal still find ways to uh, shout yeah. and scream. But um, yeah, no, obviously, yeah, these these men for boys um, <laughs> naming calling their organisations after just, a <laughs> just really, it sounds like a really sinister boys. kind of alco pop. You know what I mean? J four MB or whatever the fuck. So yeah. <laughs> Tosses. <laughs> After the X. Good evening and welcome to a special presidential edition of University Challenge, featuring this week a team from the now defunct money spinning con college, Trump University. Tonight's captain, and well, the entire team for Trump U, is the Republican nominee for the presidency of the United States of America. He's a businessman that's been declared bankrupt several times and claims to have, in his own words, a very great brain. It's Donald Trump. Good evening, sir. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy, it's great to be here. Such greatness. Very wonderful. So, so great, Jeremy. Yes, well, let's put that brain to the test with our first question, shall we? Oh, that sounds so, so great, Jeremy. I'm so great at quizzes. Such smarts. I'm sure. On January the 1st, 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation was issued by which US president? Oh, well, I can tell you that one for sure, Jeremy. You sure you, uh, you don't have a tougher one for me? Oh, I'm smart. I'm so smart. The, uh, the Master Nation Configuration, uh, I know that one. It was Obama. It was, it's always Obama. Poor judgment with that. Very poor. A lot of good people suffered. Such suffering. Yes, my ancestors is Barack Obama. And you know what? America is still suffering today. So today. Such today. Sorry, but that may be the most stupid answer we've ever had in the show's 75-year history. It was Abraham Lincoln. That's exactly what I said. I've always said that. And all you've proved is how smart Don Trump is and how rigged your little game is. Disappointing. Yes. Well, the next question is a starter on science. Given the last answer, this comes from our University Challenge Junior section. Uh, which scientist is credited with discovering the theory of evolution? Oh, Jeremy, you think you can trick me up? Just like the mainstream media with their facts? Trick question, Jeremy, such tricking. Evolution was invented by God, to be precise, the baby Jesus, in the Bible times. Absolutely not, Mr. Trump, it was Charles Darwin. That's your interpretation. You know what? It's also the interpretation of ISIS. I'm not saying that you're ISIS, Jeremy, but it's being said by a lot of people out there. It's being said. Look, look, in order to move this along, I'll keep it simple. Donald Trump, what is your name? I'll tell you what it isn't. It isn't Pedro, or Mohammed, or Jose, or Rosama. It isn't Hillary, and it isn't ISIS. But what it is is making America great again. So, I'm, I'm sorry, but somehow that's incorrect. Your name is Donald Trump. Okay, okay. Cheating Jeremy. That's your name now. Cheating Jeremy. I'll call you that on Twitter. What? It's kind of my thing. People, they love it. Probably get a billion likes. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll, uh, I'll survive. Um, look, last attempt at a question. Okay. Mr. Trump... Who assassinated JFK on November 22nd, 1963? Oh, oh, too easy. So easy. Such easiness. But the real threat, the real threat, is if that crooked Hillary has her way, she'll take her guns away. 
and no one will ever be able to shoot a president again. I'm beginning to see why Americans would want to protect that right. So I win, right? Oh, such winning. So Trump. Winning Donald. I'm very modest, Jeremy. Such modesty. So humble. Such Trumpin'. What happened next this week, Paul? Um, more audio action for you. Um, let's see if you can improve on your... Not out of three. I've got to be honest, they're quite hard, aren't they? <laughs> they're not the easiest to predict. Um, but um, in, in, in the spirit of, uh, um, you know, quizzes at the Gristle Digest, I've, I've given this one this week's um, questions a theme, as I like to Nice! Do. Last week it was the Democrats. The week before that it was Trump. This week the theme is Scientology. Ah, um, oh, yes. And um, so the first... The first uh, question uh, is it's a clip and it, uh, it it's from an interview that uh, John Travolta gave I think it's about a year ago <laughs> uh, to um, an Australian I think TV show and um, the clip you're about to hear is um, the interviewer asking him a question and uh, let's just take a little listen shall we you've always credited Scientology as being the thing that's 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 kept you going yes. held, held you together and, and currently you're correct me if I'm wrong an operating season is that right well uh, I would wouldn't dare get into the nomenclature at this well, point because oh, well, it's like going into well, okay the, what I was, intrigued, yeah. what I was intrigued with what I read is it, it said that amongst the the skills that you've developed is so <laughs> what what skills has he developed what happened next Paul ah well what, what skills has Travolta yeah. got I mean it's got to be uh being a secret gay pilot. <laughs> he probably owes all of that to, to Scientology. I'm going for secret gay pilot skills. Secret gay pilot skills mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is a pretty big answer. Um, let's see if you're right. What no, I was intrigued with, what I read, is it, it said that amongst the, the skills that you've developed is uh, the ability to control energy, space, time and matter. <laughs> so that's... Oh, wow. Yeah. Energy, space, time, and matter—basically so, the same as being a gay pilot. Though, it's pretty it? close. I'll give you—I'll give you half a point. Yeah, I'll give you half a point. Come on, it's pretty close. <laughs> so that's and and you know, energy, space, time, and matter. <laughs> that's, that's Travolta. So being a becoming a Scientologist makes you Doctor Who. Yeah, nice. and, and John Travolta nice. doesn't um, reject that out of hand as as he should do yeah. because it's bollocks. Um, uh, mm. He instead sort of indulges in it a little bit more, if you will. I think that's because, um, like all Scientologists, um, John Trimble is is batshit crazy. Yeah, so I think I think that's why that is. But um, that's probably why he goes along with it. So later in the interview, <laughs> well, it, it, it carries on basically. Do you want to have a listen to question mm-hmm. two? So when you walk into a room like this, albeit not a normal room, uh, a beautiful room, a beautiful room. <laughs> when you walk into a room like this, how, how do you, or any room, how do you employ that? So, how does John Travolta? employ his abilities to control space matter and time when he enters a room well how does he do it man uh, he, he probably makes um tiny rooms really big <laughs> yeah. um he pro- when he sees uh when he sees a hot guy <laughs> i mean girl i mean girl john obviously yeah. when he sees a hot guy he probably slows down time to have every a... time i'm on grinder i mean tinder i mean grinder <laughs> i can't remember which one is oh damn it i love cock no <laughs> Yeah, I, I, he probably he, basically what I'm saying is he uses his abilities to um, to goose up 
the goose up unsuspecting fellas. <laughs> I mean, the question really was like, how does he, like, how does he employ, you know, the, the, his ability to control space and time in a room? Um, mm. And I, I think he employs his ability to to <laughs> control space and time within rooms to goose up unsuspecting fellas. Just goosing up, man's. Um, Just goosing, goosing up chaps. All right, well, let's let's have a listen to the answer then. When you walk into a room like this, how, how do you, or any room, how do you employ that? Well, I make sure that I look at individuals' faces, and I see the affection yep. they have for me. <laughs> so that's what he does. Is that basically right? Yeah. He just he, he the way he does it. The way he shows his mastery of space, matter, and time is he goes into the room and just looks at people, looks at faces, looks at faces, and just takes in how much love they obviously have for him. You know, it's not presumptuous. Yeah. He knows they love him. That's that's John just fucking Travolta. That's quite sad, isn't it? Because he's John Travolta and he's been in movies forever. He knows people, and now he's just yeah. You know I mean, because he walks in rooms and people look at him and go, "Oh fuck, that's John Travolta, yeah. the secret gay guy from Saturday Night Fever." He thinks he's got a magic power. He doesn't realise he's just famous. Yeah. And ah, oh, poor John. Poor John. Poor well, last John. last question for you this week, Paul. This is from. Yep. Um, well, you may remember this. This is this is still on the Scientology theme, <laughs> and um, it it involves you know like they're quite aggressive, aren't they? Sign the Scientology oh, church. Oh yeah. Oh yes, they are. Sort of uh, protestations and whatnot. So um, mm-hmm. this is kind of around that sort of topic. Let's have a little listen, shall we? People have been tortured. Oh, Tommy, you didn't do that. Right, no, hold a second, so Tommy. No, 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 stop there, to. Tommy. No, I'm not stopping no. here. You listen no. to me for a second. No. You're just... <laughs> I'll do this one. <laughs> so, this is BBC reporter John Sweeney. Um, it's quite, quite a clip, but he's having an argument with a Scientology man. What happens next? John Sweeney loses his shit. <laughs> No, you hold up. <laughs> he absolutely goes mental. Let's take in yeah one of my favourite Scientology moments. <laughs> well, let's take a listen, shall we? No, 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 the stop there, Tommy. To... No, I'm not stopping no. here. You listen no. to me for a second. No. You're accusing members of my religion of engaging in brainwashing. No, Tommy, you stop that. No, listen to me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he does just go no. <laughs> No, Tommy. You listen to me, Tommy. Um, now that is only a snippet. I mean, you, you, you do you want to listen to the full whack, Paul? I always do. Obviously. I always do. I've, uh, I'm slightly obsessed with Scientology. Right. Well, let's, it's, let's it's listen fascinating. To so I know this very well, but I'm always up for listening to it. Tommy, you stop! Oh, no, listen to me. <laughs> no, They press this guy's button. I love the switch. I love the switch. Do you understand? Just like something. You cannot assert what you're saying. Now, do you listen to me? (laughs) Just love it. Like in between all the yelling, there's that switch. Do you understand? (laughs) Oh, loves loves it. Absolutely love it. So I to slam, dog. Yes, yes. It's time. It's time. It's time to slam, slam. So four headlines that we throw to one another. Let's do this. You got to slam out a sub to lie for me, bro. Hold up, right? Do it. I do that. Yeah? Let's smash I it up. Yeah, let's see what you got. 
I'm basically bouncing a ball in a kind of aggressive hip hop mm. basketball fashion. I was, I was picking it up just through your voice, dude. Expect it's coming through, man. We are so, so fucking street. Exactly. Uh, so yes, first sir. headline for you, boys, from the BBC. Oh, hello. Good and, chance to be. <laughs> yeah, and the headline is Brian Cox clashes with climate change skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> big Brian. Uh, how coxy the cox is out Uh, (laughs) if the world is this orange and time is the ruler then am i am i am i complicating this you know (laughs) oh coxy um so brian cox uh what is it brian cox uh clashes with climate change skeptic uh, Andrea Ledsom says, "What would he know? He's not even a mother." Oh, take that, so coxie. true. Take, take that, coxie. coxie. And, uh, and yeah, a welcome <laughs> return from Andrea Ledsom. Back, back Andrea. from, <laughs> back from the dead. Back, uh, awesome. So, one for you, my friend. Now, this week, uh, all my headlines have come from popular right-wing shitfest, uh, Breitbart Online. Um, for all of your right-wing hatred needs, be sure lovely. to log on to Breitbart. Well, that's lovely. It's run by cunts. Um, first one for you, Trump on the move. Is that it? Just Trump on the move? That's it. Well, that's, that's nice. Um, Trump on the move. Um, affected populations advised to take bullshit vaccines as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> right. Nice. That. Take that. Boom! Um, Trumpy. Next one Peace. for you, Paul. It's from our favourite. For this game, um, it's from our favourite, the Daily Express. Oh, the I love Express, them. Express love News, them. and it reads: Now Kim Jong wants North Koreans to eat dog for stamina food. It's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, express. And also, what I just want to point out about this one is this: this story was in the nature section <laughs> of, the, of the newspaper, which I thought was yeah. excellent. It is a I can story, I can imagine but... nature lovers who read the Express also eating popular household pets. So yeah, that's for sure entirely believable. Um, so Kim Jong uh, and to make people eat dogs for stamina, did you say? Indeed. So uh, Kim Jong to eat dogs for uh, stamina, but to eat cats to relax in nice. that bizarre new animal nice. food regime. Nice. <laughs> Believable. Believable. Right. Next one for you. This is uh, it's entirely true. This is uh, again from Breitbart. Couple beat grandma who wouldn't drive them somewhere to have sex. Uh. Well. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this has happened. A couple beat grandma who wouldn't drive somewhere to have sex. To have sex. Grandma unreasonably preferred to host gangbangs rather than to go dogging, and I think that's fair enough. That is fair enough, actually. That's her right. Yeah. She may or may not have fought a war for this country. Precisely. So. Um, and it's probably her house if it's not mm-hmm. owned by the state. So yeah, fair play to her. Absolutely, absolutely. Next one for you. It's the Express again. Let's do this. And this was quite scary. It's um, Farage vows to return if voters are betrayed by EU referendum. Oh, God, that is terrifying. And uh, just a quick shout out to Nigel Farage's moustache, which what's hasn't up? got a mention up until what's this up? point. Yeah, what's up? What's up, up Nigel? What's up, Sup, Nigel? Nutash? Looking sexy, my man. Just when um, you thought. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Be honest, I thought when he did grow a moustache, it wouldn't cover quite as much lip. I thought it would just cover just that centre. Yeah, mean? true, true. <laughs> a little mid. He's expanded it left and right completely yes. unnecessarily, it would yeah. seem. Yeah, you're exactly, right. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, Farage to uh, to come back, um, but only once the uh, the blood moon is full and the appropriate number of virgins have been sacrificed. Nice. Then he shall return. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and slightly terrifying. 
slightly terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Next one for you, good self, sir. Yeah. Again from Breitbart. Um, Senator catfished into sexting GOP member. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. That's a dream story. <laughs> it is, wish, isn't it? I wish I knew more about. Um, Senator Catfish. Dick pics were apparently exchanged after two messages. Straight off the bat. And I reckon that's probably true. Probably true. It probably is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, those, prob- those messages were probably show me yours. You show me yours first. Dick. Dick. Dick pic. Done. Dick pic. Yeah. Double dick pic. <laughs> Done. He's doubled <laughs> up. the old DDP, the old he's double dick pic. doubled up. <laughs> <laughs> Straight off the bat, he's gone in bold. He's double dicked. Um, so, <laughs> that's what you would do if you're a senator. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're confident. You're a confident guy. Why not? Um, Why I'm not? assuming that he's a guy, you know, salaciously flapping his dick around to women. Yeah. I don't know. It could be the other way around. You, know. you don't. You don't know, do you? I don't. You know. don't know. That's um, the thing. That's next the one thing. for you, Paul. Final Ooh, one for you. Final Thanks. one. Uh, and this is from the New Statesman. It's a bit, a bit of a different publication. Ooh, we are. We are diversifying this week. We are. Um, yeah. And the headline reads. How to keep a girl in school for 54p. Wow. Yeah. How to keep a girl in school for, <laughs> yeah. for 54 p That's cheap. That's not much cheap. money. Um, the, the Jimmy Savile wing of the St. Francis Girls School slashes prices after parents are reluctant to send children there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. I believe I that's the thought, actual story. I would have just thought, just tell girls that if you stay in school... In five years' time, you'll be able to get your tits out and hello, and you'll get fifty-four p, and and that would do it. Uh, last one for you. This is from last one from from Breitbart this week, uh, who've given some fantastic headlines so far. Well done to they them. Have. Um, immigrants caught using fake cash to pay for prostitutes. <laughs> oh. oh dear. <laughs> Everyone's a winner, baby. That's the truth, says local vice detective, who presumably is. <laughs> Julie quite employed at the moment. Um, so that's... Probably, probably doing well with fake money. Doing well, yeah. Hey. Um, fake so money for real honey. That's the slam this week. Um, oh, what a slam. Fantastic. And that brings the end of this show. Oh, we didn't do scores. We didn't do, we scores. Didn't do scores, you're right. God, I forgot. I've, I've actually... I've uh, calculated the scores here. Excellent. Uh, I've got a new app actually. It's uh, if you go on the the Play Store, um, Grizzlers, you can you can download this. It's a sub editor slam scorer available from uh, from Play Store. I think it's in iTunes as well. Sure. And uh, I've got this. Uh, I've got myself scoring at uh, one thousand nine hundred and seven points, um, and I've got you in a narrow lead uh, with fourteen point five trillion points. Nice. So Close. a narrow victory, a narrow Close. victory, but uh, I've got to give it to you. you, uh, yeah. you we d- and we don't need a repechage. That's my favourite thing. Um, so in true, yeah. So that brings this week's show to a close, Paul. Ah, oh. um, can't uh, the shows just last forever? Can't they? Ah. Oh. Uh, so thank you for listening. Oh, Please thank tune you so in much. next week. Follow us on Twitter at Chris Do that. Do that. Uh, email us at Digest at gmail.com and hit us up on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio, Blue. YouTube, the whole deal, yeah? Just like all over the internet, innit, right? Just do it. Just like go on the internets.com and, and like just shout gristle or whatever and, and you'll be there, right? Easy fun. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you next week. Ta-da!